Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple seconds and just relax. Remember, the Lord is present with you. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, he's right there. You don't have to go find him. He is not unaware of your circumstances. In fact, he's created them for his purposes. And remember, God loves you. He is not out to get you. He's not out to trip you up. He's not out to embarrass you. Lord, we just ask that you reveal yourself in whatever way is appropriate for each individual person. You know what we need, each one of us. You gave us that need. And I just ask that you meet that need. Lord, we need to know who you are and who we are. So don't let us miss you. Don't let us miss any opportunity to learn to live as a spirit being. We don't want to squander our time here. And you're not only presenting opportunities, but accelerated opportunities. That if that when we give you a little time, you will expand it and multiply it. Lord, we we ask you to do a quick work. We ask you to accelerate the path we're on. We want to be ready for whatever you have for us in the next five minutes, in the next hour, in the next day, a year from now. We know it doesn't depend on our making ourselves ready, but that you are making us ready. Thank you ahead of time for all you have done and will do, and especially for what you're doing right now, Lord. We thank you. So again, we've been talking about how to hear his voice, how to know God, how to experience his presence. And hopefully you're, you're getting the idea that there are things we can do to join him. And again, it's not to manipulate him or get him to do something different. But when we engage in certain activities, we are not only making ourselves available, but we're paying attention. God is always working in your life. 
He's working in everyone's life. But very often we are stressed out or questioning and doubtful, even depressed, because we don't see God moving or we see even the opposite, that the devil's winning or our enemies or things just aren't going the way they're supposed to. So part of God's desire is that we see things through his eyes. We learn to know his ways of doing things. And we learn this through experience. It's not going to be It's not going to come from studying or going to conferences or learning from other people. Those things may contribute, but there are things that are going to change only when we spend time one-on-one with God. Why? Because he is the only one who can change our soul. Our purpose, his, God's purpose, is to reunite our soul with our spirit. So that spirit can flow freely from God through our spirit, through our soul, through our body. And then on out to the world. You and I are first partakers of what he's doing, of who he is. If you have not experienced his love, it's kind of hard to challenge others to know God. If you've not experienced his healing, it's kind of hard to encourage others that God heals. Now, there's different varieties and different versions. And that's not, for the sake of others, is not why we seek those things. But we recognize that we don't have anything to share until we have received. And we receive, at least initially, based on our need. Now, we don't have to wait till till we have a need. And this is part of our challenge is to create and cultivate a quiet lifestyle that we focus on the process objectively. Are the elements of our life, our day, our schedule, are those elements contributing or detracting 
from being available to God. If we watch innumerable hours of TV and then turn and want to spend five minutes waiting for God, there's going to be a lot in that five minutes that you're going to have to overcome that you've stirred up your own strength, your own imagination, the very things that God wants to quiet. He doesn't want to get rid of. He just wants to quiet so he can speak clearly and we can hear him clearly. So many things that we have created and fill our day are neutral. They're not bad. They're not good. They're just time fillers and God is putting his finger on those things and saying time to put these aside for our good not because God needs us to do something for him but because God misses us misses time with us He wants to spend more and more time with us. And so often we find just time fillers. So we've been working up to develop to recognizing his drawing, his his knocking, his making himself known that I want to spend time with you. And then One of the ways that he does that is through night visits and how valuable the nighttime is and how he's much more active during the night seasons than during the day. That that because our body is less active, because what's going on in our circumstances has quieted down, we're more able to perceive subtle changes that he's bringing to us. He can whisper in our ear and into our heart rather than having to pound on our door for entrance into our lives. Because our conscious mind is subdued, the Lord has a greater opportunity at night to override what we're thinking about or change or even ignore the parts of our belief system that hinder the revelation of what he wants to speak to us about. So we may be certain, we believe a certain thing, and if somebody was to talk to you about it, you'd be sure that this was the truth and this is the way everybody should believe. But during the night, when we make ourselves available, God may change that and you may not even know how. You may just wake up believing something different. God does this all the time. He turns our minds, he changes our minds and our hearts through his presence. And again, his presence is always with you. 
But one of the things we want to do is join him when he makes himself his presence known to us at night. We want to be sure to be aware and awake if that's what he desires. And there's things we have to do. We have to be ready. We have to be available. Part of that is getting enough sleep so that when he does wake us up, we're able to get up. So the Lord overrides very often what we are thinking, what we are concerned about. He may say, well, you know, that's really not going to happen. Don't worry about it. And again, this is done from the Lord, from his spirit, through your spirit, which never slumbers nor sleeps, to your soul, which is the calmest at night. The Lord also likes to test what we have learned during the day by visiting us at night. We're often, Lord, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to deal with this. I want you to change me. Or, Lord, I know you've called me to this, but I just never seem to have time. And he will start to test you. Okay, well, what about at night? Are you willing to sacrifice some of your sleep to be with me? Be aware that the night time is precious time. It's valuable. It is more valuable than the daytime because there are advantages to us because we have a soul and live in a body. And there are things we can do. We can manage our time and our attention and value the night seasons. Now, there are two general ways the Lord visits us at night without waking us and by waking us up to be with him. Now, a lot of these things, you know, we talk about them, and they're real simple when you think about it. But when you experience them, they're precious. What an honor we have to sit at night and commune with the God Most High, with our beloved, with the one who loves us with everlasting, with everlasting love and eternal life. He wants to do that. He wants to spend time with us. How special. And all he asks is for us to join him. Remember, he's there with you throughout the night, regardless of whether you are aware of him or not. He's with you always. But we miss out. Your spirit's always in tune, so your spirit's not missing out, but your soul is. So, again, he comes to us in two ways, at least two ways, at night, without waking us, and then by waking us. 
So first, without waking us, we can call that communing with the Lord. Where even while our body sleeps, spirit calls to spirit. His spirit, through our spirit, is calling to our soul. Deep calls to deep. And remember, your soul is meant to be connected to your spirit. So your spirit is calling, whispering to your soul to return to that relationship where your soul's needs are met through your spirit. So while our body is asleep, deep calls to deep. The Lord changes our mind, quiets our emotions, and gives new direction without our conscious awareness. And I'm not talking at this point in time, I'm not talking about dreams or visions or really even any experiences while you're asleep. It says, as you truly sleep, God works in your soul. Things that day the day during the day we'd argue with him about are readily accepted during the night. Your soul is more able to recognize truth when there are no distractions, when, there are, when the strength of our own beliefs have lessened because we are asleep. The result is that very often in the morning, and sometimes it shows up days later, weeks or months later, we realize that something has changed. about us, about how we feel about things or what we think, about a situation, even about our relationship with God or how we relate to ourselves or others. For instance, we may have an answer to a situation that never occurred to us before. or our mind or emotions toward a person may have changed without our even realizing it. All of a sudden we go, eh, that's not that important. Oh, that person isn't as annoying as I thought they were. Very often God does his greatest and fastest work as we sleep so that he is not interfered with. since waiting for him and cultivating quietness are engaging with the Lord in his purposes, there will likely be an increase in response in this way. In other words, as you order your life to make yourself available to God during the day, he will make himself known to your soul during the night. As we have given God the opportunity to release his healing 
and strength and understanding in his ways and according to his time, at night he will affect as well our day. Now we are just seeing the night has special attributes for us. Obviously God created night and day. They aren't one is not more special to him. But they are to us. And let's be objective about it. You know, if we can get a a, a lot done in a little time at night that during the day would take a long time, let's take advantage of every opportunity to know him to be changed by him, to receive that healing, to receive that direction, to receive that change. So even during the day, as we pay attention, as we direct our heart and get our align our activities with making more time for him, the Lord very often responds at night. So let's just take a couple beats here and give God the acknowledgement and acceptance that this is what he's doing. So first, think about your, your time. And even if you need to jot some things down right now, where the Lord has putting his, been putting his finger on things in your life that he wants to, you to spend less time or reorder or even say no to some things to make room for him during the day. And Lord, I just ask that you bring those things to our thoughts, to our memories, any area where we need to re configure our schedule to accommodate your activities in our life. So just write those down and then over the coming week spend time with him and let him free you to release you encourage you to make those changes. And again, you test them. Lord, is this from you? And then you act. And you know, you're free to make mistakes. I know, what a concept. No, this is we learn more from our mistakes than we do from doing things right the first time. So feel free to make mistakes. This is also an area where we overcome our fear of man, fear of what other people think. But that's for another day. So you have that list of things that the Lord might be putting his finger on. We also want to agree with the Lord that the night seasons are a great time to commune with him. And I encourage you to set up some place where you can go and sit with him late at night where you won't be distracted and you won't be bothering others someplace where you're not going to fall right asleep. Just have that place available, a chair or a bench or 
anything that's already available that might you might need want to have a blanket close by make it easy to do expect that the lord will show up and now we're going to invite him to do that so lord even if we stay asleep lord we just ask lord that you come and accomplish your purposes even without our being aware of it. We give you permission and we thank you that you already have been moving on our behalf even when we're not aware of it, even while we still sleep. But Lord, we do ask that you bring more attention to the changes you're making at night. We all need encouragement, Lord, and we want to learn your ways, how you do things. So we want to see, okay, even though I wasn't aware that I had an an issue in this area, now that I'm free in that area, I know God has been working on my behalf. So, Lord, we we ask that you do that. We give you permission. We, We embrace the opportunity that we have for communing with you spirit to spirit as we as our spirit joins your spirit in freeing our soul and even bringing healing to our bodies. We thank you ahead of time, Lord, for all you're doing. And then, Lord, as we start talking about visiting with you and getting up, even even if it's being woken up by something natural, or if you come in and wake us up, or if we set the alarm clock and set up a time to be with you, Lord, start making that part of our lives right now. Start speaking to us about how important that is to you and how much and specifically what you want to accomplish during that time. Lord, entice us and draw us to be with you in the night seasons, Lord, that we can accomplish so much more during that time than we could ever imagine or think. And it's just something we can do. It's not hard. It's not, it's just sleep. And Lord, if we need to rearrange things in our life so we can still get the amount of sleep we need by going to bed earlier, give us the, the courage that we need to make those decisions, that it will be worth it. So as you start spending time during the day, even turning your thoughts to him, and as we accept that even if we aren't aware with it, God wants to commune with us when we're sleeping, there will likely be an increase in the occasions when the Lord will wake you up to be with him. The Lord wants to visit you at night. Tonight, before you go to bed, just take some time. Lord, if you want to come wake me up, I'm up for that. Again, I encourage you to have a nice place to sit there And what he'll 
entice you to do is that it's not a time for teaching, usually. He may, there may be times, but usually when you start, it's just he just wants to be with you. He wants to give you strength and encouragement and enjoyment. It's not for a purpose. It's not so because you've got something you're going to have to deal with the next day. It's because he enjoys your company. And he wants you to enjoy his. So generally, that's where we'll start, is, Lord, I just want to get to know you better. And the best way is spending time with you at night. And whatever you want to do is fine with me. Now, if you do decide you want to get up and spend time with him, don't expect anything. Remember, he is there. He's with you at all times. He's with you at night. He's with you at night whether you're sleeping or whether you're awake. And hopefully you've been working on quickening your senses to recognize his presence. So at night when you are setting aside a time to get up with him, if he does reveal himself in a new way, you'll recognize it and you'll know how to test it. Lord, is that you? And if not, you will still be confident. Even if you don't recognize a certain presence, you'll still know that you are visiting with the Lord. You are still with him. And he is still having his way with you. So I encourage you to again to take full advantage of the this the night seasons. They they have a great it's a they're a great opportunity, great time that we have more control over because we're all so busy during the day to know and be changed by God. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be talking picking it up at this point next time we get together. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. Have a great night. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.